Stephanie Geller. Today's guest is the founder and director of Community Wealth Builders, an organization that has fostered a thriving group of thousands of small investors putting their money to work in their own community, Baltimore, Maryland. She'll also share insights about her superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. I'm just... Everything I learn and see about you, I just am more impressed every single day, and I'm honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, and of course, I'm honored to be here. (laughs) Well, uh, we're we're thrilled. Uh, So, Stephanie, uh, you're you're doing some amazing things there in in Baltimore, and I I wonder, let's start with the big picture. Tell us about uh, Community Wealth Builders. So Community Wealth Builders is a nonprofit initiative that I started now, golly, like six or seven years ago. And I entered, first, let me define, Community Wealth Building is an economic development paradigm that focuses on bringing power and resources back to disinvested communities. And I began my career through the research lens. I was very frustrated with the socioeconomic challenges facing Baltimore and really was curious, you know, what communities were out there that were doing different things with better outcomes. And that really opened my eyes to the whole notion of community wealth building. And I had never heard of models like cooperatives and worker ownership and community land trusts. Um, This was actually in the mid 90s. So it was very early on. Um, And these models were really fascinating. And in many ways, they flipped what my city, Baltimore City, was doing on its head, right? Our city was saying, big companies come here, we want you to create lots of jobs, but not looking at quality jobs, not looking at opportunities really to empower people, not looking at ways to ensure all people could build assets, which is really important to break out of generational poverty. So I worked in the research lens, through the research lens um, for many, many years. Um, And as I began to observe other cities um, in the United States doing more and more, I became more and more frustrated that Baltimore City still was really, you know, in many ways, oblivious to this new economic development paradigm. So I transitioned to the practitioner world and started Community Wealth Builders. And we are the only entity in Baltimore focused on sort of the broad notion of community wealth building. And we do um, education work, advocacy work, and then we do real active programs. they're all really different and they focus on different communities in Baltimore, but they're all tied through sort of the lens of bringing power and bringing resources back to disinvested neighborhoods. Uh, it's uh, important work that you're doing. Um, I don't have a good understanding, but I have a growing sense that what you're doing is working that uh, there are some data points that suggest this is actually making a difference. Review some of that for us. Well, that's actually a hard question because a lot of the indicators we're going after are big picture that still look relatively grim in, in Baltimore. But I can talk about our specific Maryland Neighborhood Exchange Program, which is... Okay starting to make a little difference um, at the edges. And 
I should backtrack and just talk about where that program came out of. Um, so all our work in Baltimore has really um, solidified our relationships with a lot of locally owned businesses. And um, through our work over the years, we heard over and over again from local and especially black owned businesses, businesses that were operating, doing well, you know, a steady network of customers, community loved them, um, yet they could not get growth capital. And we, you know, wanted to figure out through the community wealth building lens, what type of solution could make sense. And that for my first, like my first time ever opened my eyes to the new world of grassroots investment crowdfunding. And I'd never heard of the model before, um, but community wealth builders, it just made so much sense within our overall mission, sort of for three reasons. One, it creates more asset building opportunities for real Baltimoreans. Two, it gets businesses the capital they need. Um, in a way, you know, the businesses set the terms. They can decide. Do they want equity? Do they want to do revenue sharing? So it's very business focused. But then three, through that community wealth building lens. If businesses give their customers and community a small financial stake in their success, they're going to shop at the business more. They're going to promote it more. So it really creates that more equitable, sustainable, resilient economy that, that we care about. So we decided, all right, we're going to start this program. It's going to be relatively small compared to our other work. We launched it in December of 2019. COVID hit a couple months later, and we recognized we had this powerful tool to help businesses, you know, across the region get the capital that they need for all different types of purposes. So we quickly work to rev up this program as much as possible. Um, and we now, we work on two different tracks. Um, we provide free technical support to any locally owned business that is interested in grassroots investment crowdfunding from the beginning to the end. But we're also working on the ground in Baltimore, trying to create a community of practice around this. We want to educate real people that they can invest in local businesses. We want to excite them about it. We want them to understand why this um, is so important for, for a sustainable, resilient local economy. And then we want to make it easy for people to do so. So we actually have a website with the businesses that are currently raising capital where the um, people can see which businesses they are and, um, and connect with them. So we began in December of 2019. So you asked about the statistics. That was sort of a long journey to, to get us to the statistics. But, <laughs> yeah. but to date, we have supported the successful um, campaigns um, of 68 locally owned businesses. Wow. They have collectively um, been able to raise over $3.7 and they've raised it from about 9,500 small investors. So, you know, we are slowly growing, um, a, I hope, a movement here, you know, that really is working on both levels to get businesses, great businesses, the capital that they need, but more widely to really get Baltimoreans to have a, a stronger connection to, to businesses. Um, I run a little... Uh crowdfunding investment group. We call it the Impact Cherub Club. And uh, we look at uh, our processes to look at deals uh, basically twice. We take a preliminary look, 
decide if they are worth doing more due diligence on them. If so, we'd look at them a second time and then uh, we decide whether or not to invest and we do or don't. Uh, this month, uh, so in June, and this our recording, we're recording this in mid-June. We'll probably air this in mid-July, so this will be old news. Uh, but we're we're looking at two uh, Baltimore businesses for the first time. So in July, we'll be looking at them for the second time if they meet past the first screen. I'm optimistic that they will. Most of our businesses do. But uh, the ones that we're looking at are uh, We Solar and uh, another one that's called, uh, I think it's Solar for Us One. It's a limited partnership or LLC set up affiliated with a nonprofit. Are you familiar with either of these deals? That's a very long, long question. But are you familiar with either of those Baltimore I am, companies? I am not. But if you connect okay. us, we are, you know, happy okay. to highlight their rays on our website and yeah. promote it as, as much as we can. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you information as soon as we're done with recording this. <laughs> we're, we're working with a business now that actually has a similar name, um, Neighborhood Sun. Yeah, okay. So it, it may be affiliated with one or uh, of, of these, because the one is clearly just a project uh, that uh, a nonprofit is putting together and they may be involved in it. Anyway, um, it's so fun to talk about what's going on in Baltimore around crowdfunding because uh, the more I look at the community, the more it's becoming clear to me that something you're doing is working because there is a lot of community-oriented crowdfunding going on in Baltimore. And it's exciting to see the change that it's bringing. Uh, you know, the, the projects we're looking at uh, are reducing the costs of energy for people who are in low-income situations, and of course, uh, helping to reverse climate change by, you know, replacing uh, fossil fuel energy sources with solar right there in the community. So it's really cool. Uh, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So uh, good job. Um, so, what was it that brought you to this? Uh, Stephanie, what motivated you to get involved in all of this? It was really my frustrations. Um, I was I born and raised in Baltimore. This is my city. And um, even as a young child, I was frustrated by the poverty I saw, the homelessness I saw. And in Baltimore, it's very visible. There are some communities that, you know, um, are doing very well, and most of the poverty um, and disinvestment is concentrated in certain areas. And I really knew from my childhood that I wanted to affect some type of positive change. I had the crazy idea that I would study urban planning and public policy and come back to Baltimore with all the tools necessary to affect change. Of course, that was, you know, extremely ridiculous. I basically learned how complex and interwoven everything was and really began to understand the systemic roots of, of problems. And, you know, that is why when I first became introduced to community wealth building, it made a lot of sense to me. You know, if this system is creating these outcomes, we need new economic models, models that really bring power, models that root capital back into disinvested neighborhoods to, to really affect change. 
And that's really what we're all about. We're about getting people to see sort of a new lens, a new way of thinking and, and sort of understanding that, you know, if we keep investing time and and money into what Baltimore is doing, we're going to keep, you know, maybe making marginal improvement, but um, perpetuating the, the same challenges that I saw 50 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's sometimes frustrating at how slowly these things change in the time frames that feel relevant to an individual human. But in the time frames that are relevant to society, things happen very quickly because of people like you making a difference every day. Um, I'm excited to have you speak at SuperCrowd22, our our big uh, community capital impact crowdfunding event in September. Um, you know, what you are doing, learning uh, in the Maryland Neighborhood Exchange is going to make you a super powerful speaker there and bring a lot of fantastic insights, I think, both to entrepreneurs and to investors. So thank you for agreeing to do that. Yeah, thanks for making that an opportunity. You know, we are really one of the only locally focused grassroots investment crowdfunding platform in the nation. And to me, that lens makes sense, right? People in Baltimore want to invest in our businesses. So it's sort of adding that local frame and focusing on people as possible investors and great businesses. I think that's really important if we want grassroots investment crowdfunding to really be... um, to be a more robust tool. Yeah. It's interesting to me that um, investors are still having, I I call them investors. Everyone can be an investor now, right? If you're an adult, uh, if you have a hundred bucks, you can be an investor. Uh, And it's interesting to me that it's taking time for people to recognize that they have this opportunity, that it's like a real thing they can really do. And yet hundreds of millions of dollars have already been invested this way by, it's got to be close to a million people have now participated. So it's like really a thing. Uh, How do you go about convincing people, and, and you've done it a lot, how do you convince people that this is something they should do? So that's a really good question. And for us, it's really that community lens. People live in Baltimore. People stay here because they love the city. And people now know, you know, I want to support the economy. I should shop local. I should go to the farmer's market. They don't really know about investing in local business. So it's really just educating, opening people's eyes, you know, that this is a thing. But also we try to make it easy for them. So on our website, you know, once people are inspired and recognize, yes, this is, you know, something I want to do, we always have a list of great local businesses that are that are currently seeking community investing. And, you know, because this is also so new to businesses in Baltimore, there's not a lot of technical assistance. So we also work on that side and really provide a lot of one-on-one support to any local business that that is interested in this. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we're thrilled to have you on the program. Uh, Stephanie, you really are uh, an impressive individual. Uh, And I know at some level you don't like that description, uh, but quite genuinely, uh, 
you're all that in a bag of chips. Uh, and as and sort of every time I peel back another layer of the onion, I see more gold inside. I'm just very impressed. Um, what is your superpower? So I've been thinking about that question. And I think most people would say my superpower is the fact that I accomplish a lot. I'm able to keep sort of multiple, all our projects are so different and they're in different communities and I'm able to sort of keep my mind on all of them, moving them along. Um, but to me, it's not really a superpower. It's passion. You know, for me, this is not work. I'm not, you know, working at Community Wealth Builders from nine to five. You know, I wake up every morning really passionate about making impact. This is who I am, you know, and I tell any business and any person, you really can email me, call me, text me anytime. I will probably pick up. If I don't, I will get back to you quickly. You know, this is the essence of me. And, um, you know, I get fueled by by this um, work, this project, um, being in community, you know, collaborating with great community associations. And actually one thing I didn't mention, I think one reason this is working in Baltimore is that there are just so many great neighborhood and community associations on the ground that um, help, you know, me connect with people and connect with great businesses, but it just, it, it fuels me. So I think, you know, to me, that's not a superpower. If I had to answer my, what I think is a superpower, it's really being able to apply a community wealth building lens and looking at problems that have, you know, affected Baltimore for years and thinking and helping community, collaborating with community to think through different ways to do it. And I think people are so used to the traditional social service model. Um, and, you know, sort of what I see as band-aid approaches and because people don't have power, because people haven't really experienced a workplace where you can actually be a decision maker. You know, the whole notion of solutions that, you know, enable everyone to have ownership and enable everyone to build assets um, don't always come to the table. So I would like my superpower to be the the um, great application of the community wealth building lens to help affect really um, positive change in Baltimore. So it can, you know, at some point become a more equitable, inclusive, sustainable, resilient city. I, I, it's certainly not my place to tell you what your superpowers are, but there's no question that the programmatic things you're doing are uh, incredibly valuable. I, I like I say, I, I'm seeing it from afar. Uh, and like these two projects we're looking at with the Impact Cherub Club, even though you didn't literally pick those, uh, aren't actively involved in those, you've created a community where that stuff is just happening now. And you deserve a lot of credit for that. But I think I want to go back to your your comments about passion as a superpower, because you get up every morning eager to eager to go. You're happy to take those calls at nine o'clock at night. You're engaged. There's something there. And I think so many of us want to have that passion. We want to feel that. Uh, 
how how did you develop that? Where did that come from? It's a good question. It to me, it's the essence of me. I mean, I really am passionate about this. Um, I love connecting with people. I love you know, I love Baltimore. I love questioning and helping people think through, um, you know, through different strategies and solutions. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really in essence, it's who I am. And I think that's why I have such a hard time distinguishing a work, Stephanie, from, from the everyday, you know, person. Yeah. Yeah, right. You've done a lot. Uh, you know better than I what you've done. Uh, I keep being more impressed every time I read, hear, listen, talk to you about the amazing things you're doing. But um, what do you identify as something that grew directly out of your passion, your work, your effort? What do you see as like a, a big win that you could brag about for just a minute? That's a hard question because the whole notion of community wealth building is collaboration and partnership and engaging people and brainstorming with people. So I don't, you know, there's, it would almost be opposite to the approach to have something that is, you know, this is my thing that I began from the beginning to the end. I mean, grassroots work really involves people. Um, and, you know, one of the projects we're working on um, is like two and a half years in development. And, you know, there's nothing even tangible there yet. We're actually working in a Baltimore community to help um, residents pool capital so they can collectively buy commercial real estate and talk about like, I'm really excited about this project and potential. And it's the first time this is being done in Baltimore. So that's something, you know, it's definitely an initiative I am excited about and proud of, but the number of people and volunteer hours, you know, to get us to this stage, it's, um, it's, I am perhaps the person behind the scenes that helps move things along and, um, helps ensure, you know, collaboration and work. But all of this work is due to, you know, countless hours of so many other great Baltimoreans. Yeah. Well, um, it it is, uh, I think, fair, given the work you do, uh, to deflect credit for the things you're accomplishing. Uh, even though your fingerprints are all over them. Mm. Um, but I think we can see there's great stuff being done. If you were coaching someone uh, that came to you and said, uh, intellectually, I agree with everything you're doing, but I'm not feeling the same passion. Help me find the passion for it. How would you help them? I think a lot of it is based on relationships. Um, and I've, I am with like, how can you not find the passion when you talk to amazing business owners that, you know, have been putting all of their energy to start these ideas that they had, you know, when they were children. And how can you not feel frustrated and feel passionate when you 
actually walk through Baltimore communities that have experienced disinvestment. So for me, I think the, the deeper connection and deeper relationships you have with, um, you know, the communities that, that you're working in, um, you feel it, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your soul. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And actually, that's well, one reason I love investment crowdfunding because you're it, like the way we're doing it in Baltimore. People can go into the businesses that are raising capital. They can see them. They can talk to the to the you know owners and entrepreneurs. And it's really all based on on relationships and connections. It, it is fabulously important, and I, I, I'm glad you made that final connection. Uh, Stephanie, I'm so grateful that you would take the time to visit with me today. Uh, I commend you for the great work you're doing. Before you go, would you just take a minute and tell people how they can learn more about community wealth builders, how they can learn more about the Maryland Neighborhood Exchange, how they can connect with you, whether that's social media or otherwise. Uh, just let's make sure people have next steps if they want to engage somehow. So communitywealthbuilders.org is our website. There is a page there uh, for the Maryland Neighborhood Exchange. So you can pop on anytime and see the great local businesses that are currently seeking investments. We also have a range of resources there, sort of a whole library of information, including video. So, you know, if you're on your learning journey and, um, Want to learn more about the model, whether or not you're a business or a person, we should have resources for you. Um, I am always reachable. We have a contact page on our website. You can feel free to email me, skeller at communitywealthbuilders.org. Um, and like I tried to emphasize, this is my passion. So do not hesitate to reach out if this excites you, if you want to talk about it, if you want to connect. Um, I welcome that. Oh, fantastic. Stephanie, thank you so much for all the great work that you're doing. Thank you for being here with us today. We wish you every success in helping to uh, turn Baltimore back into the thriving community that you hope it will become. Thank you so much. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show twice each week. We host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit DevonThorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.